when was the last time you took a good look at your podcast production process to see if there were things that you wanted to cut or maybe to discover whether or not there are shortcuts that you can take because shortcuts aren't always bad. What's happening, podcasters? I'm Brian Enspringer, and I'm here to help you launch, improve, and sustain your podcast. Before I get into today's episode, though, I do want to share with you a book that's on sale today. It's called Big Podcast, and it's by a podcaster named David Hooper. He's a marketing guy with years of experience in radio and podcasting and the music business, and this guy knows his stuff. I have his book, and I'll be going through it soon, but today it's on sale on Amazon for 99 cents. I'll have a link for you in the show notes. On to today's topic. At work today, they're filming some stuff for for TV. Our office recently moved, and so they're doing a piece on our business. And they're right now, as I'm recording this, they're in the process of setting things up to do the interview. Apparently, they're going to do it pretty close to where I sit. So they've got a guy, and they're doing lights and camera. They're taking a look at the backgrounds. They're making sure that all of us who are going to be potentially in the shot and I mean only necessarily potentially in the shot, know that while they're filming, we need to be at our desks and we need to look busy, but not too busy. So they're, they're kind of putting on a bit of a show. The The pros here, they're putting some serious time into this because it's what they do. And maybe you do the same kind of thing. Maybe you do that for your podcast, but consider this. You don't necessarily have to because with podcasting, you get to decide what's most important. You get to consider your goals, the constraints that you have, the audience that you have, and that will determine what you can get away with. For example, your goals may include a podcast that sounds professionally produced, or maybe you have the constraints that you don't have sufficient time or money to do something, or maybe your audience has specific concerns. But based on those, there may be some shortcuts that you can take. As an example, I'm recording with a different microphone today. Typically, I use the Audio-Technica ATR2100, which is an excellent microphone. I recommend it for a lot of people. And I have to take that by USB and then take a special adapter and plug it into my phone. And then I'm able to do a recording with that. And I've got my headphones plugged into it, all of that kind of stuff. But even though it's not a whole lot to carry around, it's more than I wanted to carry around. So I'm trying another microphone. It's one that I've worked with in the past, and I just got a new one by ordering it on eBay. This is the Shure MV88. Plugs right into my phone. It's going to sound a little bit different. It's probably going to take me a couple of episodes to get the EQ and everything dialed in. But I wanted to, to try this out because if I'm able to use this successfully, it's going to dramatically reduce the amount of stuff that I have to carry with me. I won't have to carry the adapter. I won't have to carry a large microphone. This one's much smaller, plugs right into my phone. And it's not a cheap mic. It It's actually about $150. There's a new version that's $250. But I was able to find one on eBay used that cost me about the same amount as buying the Audio-Technica ATR2100 plus the stuff that I needed to hook it up to my phone. So this is something that I got in order to try it out. I think it's going to work great. And the reason I did this is because this show needs to be mobile. And when I say mobile, I mean, I don't want to carry a bunch of stuff that I don't need. I need to be able to record on the go. I need to be able to record sitting in my car on my lunch break. I don't want to waste any time hooking stuff together that doesn't make a difference in terms of the production. And when I say make a difference, yeah, there's going to be a difference between these two microphones, but does it make a difference to the listenability of the show? Does it make a difference to the quality of the content that I'm putting out there? And if it doesn't, then I want to make sure that it's as simple and as quick and as easy and as little as possible. My other show, though, the Engaging Missions show, totally different. It's not something that I record on the go. It's something that I record sitting in my studio. It's a converted walk-in closet in the house that's been treated for sound. I've got a professional quality microphone, a professional interface. I interview guests over the internet using 
Squadcast or Skype or a variety of different things. That's a highly produced show. A lot of editing goes into that, a lot of extra production stuff. I do a lot of things to make that show as good as it is, but it's a different show with a different goal and a different audience. And so I approach that show the way I want that one to work. Again, different processes, different tools, different goals, different results. And you might be asking yourself right now, okay, Brian, I know that you edit podcasts for other people. You're a professional editor. You also have a show. Why in the world would you consider doing a show that is mobile only and unedited or at least nearly unedited? And here's the answer. Because that's what meets my needs for this show. I wanted to grow as a host. I wanted to develop my voice. I wanted to connect with you. And I wanted to put this podcast out without a bunch of tech stuff getting in the way, without getting into the weeds on the production. I wanted to be able to work on a topic and share it with you so that you can go out there and change your podcast if you need to and have what you need in order to make it work. How about you? Are you interested in seeing if there are some shortcuts that you can take with your production? Maybe you're not interested in going mobile. I get that. One of my shows is not at all mobile. But if you're interested in learning more about how you might be able to improve your show or maybe some shortcuts that you can take or some tools that you can use to help you with the production of your podcast, I would ask you to consider the Christian Podcasters Summit. I'm going to be sharing on audio production. I'm just one of nine speakers as it stands right now. So there's going to be a lot of stuff to draw from, not just audio production, also things like social media and email lists and media kits and booking guests, a whole bunch of stuff, all designed to help you improve your podcast and grow your podcast and connect with people and change the world. You can find that at toptieraudio.com slash summit. That's my affiliate link. It'll take you right there so that you can sign up for that. It's not free. This is going to cost you about $100, but believe me, you're going to have nine sessions that are all worth at least $100 each, so you're going to get way more than you're putting into this. You'll probably get more than you can actually implement all at once, so you might want to consider not only that you'll get the replay, but a lot of the speakers will have things that you can download and take with you so that you can take your learning further. And if you would like some one-on-one -on -one attention, maybe you're not interested in a summit, you just want to talk to somebody about your audio production, I am glad to do that kind of thing for you. I edit for a number of shows, and I've also provided consulting for a number of shows to help them improve their audio production. Glad to do that for you. You'll find that at toptieraudio.com. Thanks again. Now go out there and make a great podcast.